Now it's time for our panel. Uh, let's bring in Moshe Khatri, a managing director of equity research at Wedbush, and Michael Miller, an equity analyst at Morningstar. Hey, Michael, I'm going to come to you first. American Express, blowout quarter uh, on earnings this morning. Revenues in global consumer and commercial segments uh, and merchant segments grew over 20% year over year. What are your thoughts here as the stock's hitting all-time highs? Yeah, it's, um, it was really a fantastic quarter for American Express, especially when you consider the trajectory of the pandemic during that same quarter. Um, Delta, it really does look like Delta variant didn't have much of an impact at all. And I think it speaks to some of the long-term transitions the company has made to try to move itself away from sort of that stodgy, high-end, only focused card with a lot of business travel towards more pursuing millennials and Gen Z as a more vibrant cardholder base and really doubling down in strength on commercial business to business payments. And you're really seeing the impact of that as the company has now made a full recovery um, from the coronavirus pandemic in terms of spending volumes, now 4% up um, over the 2019 levels, really based on that US consumer and small business side of the business. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and Mike- Has allowed the company to, sorry? Go, go ahead, I'm sorry, finish. Oh, sure. It's, um, you know, it's allowing the company to start returning share uh, value back to shareholders. Um, 3.3 billion in shareholder repurchases um, this last quarter, with room more to come. Yeah, and uh, Michael, I was pretty surprised that we're back to those 2019 levels, even without business and international travel taking place. But uh, write-offs on these credit cards are at record low levels, so probably uh, conducive to that strong American consumer also. Uh, but Moshe, I wanted to bring you in here um, on this discussion in the payment space. We've got um, Visa and MasterCard earnings due next week. What are you looking for out of these companies? Uh, because it seems like the, the, you know, the stock prices have stagnated a little, little bit. Uh, maybe we don't have Moshe. We'll try to get back to him. But Michael, let's expand a little bit on this American Express conversation here a little bit. As you see international travel pick up and business travel, which is supposed to pick up into 2022, is this also a result of why they're raising guidance moving forward? Um, even though maybe there's some headwinds as far as, uh, you know, maybe some pushback from some of the retailers uh, and some other regula regulatory issues coming down the pipeline. Yeah, I really do think that's the strength that's leading to that upgrade in terms of um, guidance. Can you hear me? Um, you know, we do think that business travel will probably be on a slow, maybe even partial long-term recovery as companies probably aren't in a rush to ramp up spending on travel. But as the companies really transition itself more towards that consumer and small business space, uh, corporate cards really make up around mid single digit of total spending and even less of revenue. Um, so it's really that strength in that consumer side that's driving the company now as it is the kind of the core focus. All right, uh, now let's try to go to Moshe here, see uh, if we can get him in here. Uh, Moshe, we've got um, MasterCard and Visa earnings next week, expectations uh, pretty muted at this point. How do you look at these two companies uh, as they report earnings next week? Yeah, I think in general, I would say um, uh, we're looking for muted results for the group in general. Um, and I would say you have a bunch of different issues that are uh, will probably uh, causing that muted kind of expectation anywhere from the fact that consumer spending data continues to show uh, weaker numbers on a sequential basis. And we've seen that reflected in the card metrics that were reported by the three 
four largest banks last week. On top of that, corporate travel has paused, um, and obviously that impacts cross-border. Beyond that, um, I think you have other concerns that are related to the group. It's anywhere from an increased uh, kind of regulatory scrutiny uh, looking at payments in general, whether we're looking at card not present, uh, interchange, privacy, uh, and then you have some concerns over this intermediation, whether it's from, you know, buy not pay later, ACH, crypto, um, given the fact also that you've had an on and off kind of reopening here, given the Delta's reemergence. And then finally, there's always that concern about the sustainability of pandemic-driven e-commerce volume trends. So you have about five, six factors that, that will continue to impact the group in general. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Moshe, real quick, uh, uh, on that note, if you look at the spending, consumer spending still being robust out there, is it the uh, competitive pressures that are also kind of capping these two stocks right now? Uh, Because if you look at the metrics or the data, just from a retail sales point of view or red book sales on a week-to-week basis, it seems like the consumer is still doing really strong in supporting this economy, but you're not seeing it in uh, some of the metrics that you see for these two uh, card companies? Yeah, remember, it's, it's, it's all relative, right? So year-over-year, it looks pretty decent, but remember, year-over-year growth also will be impacted by tougher comps. But sequentially, you're seeing that slowdown. Uh, that's number one. Number two... Um, If there's, I mean, historically, any sort of concern related to regulation always kind of impacts these names. So, um, and that doesn't go away anytime soon, especially with this uh, administration. Right. And uh, I kind of wanted to get both of your takes here. I'll go to you first, Michael, on the uh, PayPal potential uh, buying out Pinterest here. Uh, Your thoughts on this real quick. Um, you know, it's, um, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting move. They take it, but, um, no specific thoughts, no specific thoughts. I think that's on a lot of people's minds. How about you, Moshe? Any uh, thoughts on this, uh, potential takeover, uh, from pay to PayPal and Pinterest? Yeah. So you have this, um, have uh, a camp where, um, this is what we call the conspiracy theorists out uh, there, suggesting that uh, given the fact that uh, PayPal's core business is bound to slow down, and given the fact that uh, PayPal has missed out on the bidding war for Afterpay, they felt compelled to get out of their skin and get out of their comfort zone and uh, potentially go for that combination. Um, so that's kind of the, the, the bearer case. On the other hand, uh, the bull case here, and we actually just hosted a call with the former head of mobile at Venmo with about 50-plus investors to talk about this, and he was actually very bullish about this combination. And he's talking about kind of a, a, a different kind of company if you if that combination goes through, uh, looking at integrating both social commerce, digital advertising, and payments. And that really kind of gets you a very different kind of company here down the road for PayPal. So these are the, the, the kind of puts and takes on this. Yeah, it would be an interesting combination uh, as they figure it out. We'll see if they confirm it. That's going to do it for the uh, the show, guys. Appreciate you being here. That's Moshe Khatri, a managing director of equity research at Wedbush, and Michael Miller, an equity analyst at Morningstar. Thanks for joining us.